1: What's happening, weirdos? An amazing episode with the incredibly talented uh, writer, stand-up, Kevin Barnett. Kevin's somebody that, um, while I don't know him too well personally, I've always wanted to get him on the podcast every time I've been in New York. So I am glad we finally got to sit down, and it was a very, very interesting talk, one of the more interesting people I've ever met. A lot of, We'll get into it. A lot of various interests other than stand-up. And a lot of fun to talk to. Uh, Not much to plug. On my front, we're still doing the show. It's going amazing. We're just in the final block of shooting, which means we have two episodes left, which is unbelievable. Uh, It's gone fast, and and, and it's been incredibly fun, and I can't wait to share it with you guys. Of course, more on that as it... uh, What is this, a news story? As it develops. Uh, But we do have our our wonderful sponsor, Squarespace. You guys know Squarespace by now. Uh, If you guys are looking to build a website, this is all you need if you want a simple landing page a beautiful gallery a professional blog or an online store everything is included with your squarespace website so start a free trial today and show your support for this podcast at squarespace.com and at checkout enter offer code weird and you'll get 10 percent off and show your support for this show so that's all you got to know you want to build a, a website get on squarespace.com squarespace set your website apart all right everybody Enjoy Kevin Barnett. He was a lot of fun, and uh, I'll be back in L.A. soon, and we'll be doing more regular shows and touring, Uh, but in the meantime, please enjoy this fun conversation. Get into it. How's it going, man? It's a weird feeling when your dog barks at you, at your guest, (laughs) and that's the first thing that
0: happens. It's like you don't know if he's excited or he just doesn't want me here at
1: all. Yeah, he he does that for absolutely every single person, and, and now he loves you. But, like, it's a weird foot to get off a paw. It's a weird paw to get off. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Ooh, here. Uh, tell the people about yourself. I need to get something.
0: Oh, weird. Oh, we already started. Yeah, we can start. Oh, snap. All right. Hey. <laughs> This never happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling y'all about myself. Uh, Kevin. I'm Kevin Barnett. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Do a shout out. It's good to have y'all listen to me. This is dope. <laughs> These are brain pills. I take brain pills before the podcast. Do you want one? Oh, snap. Yeah, sure. Do you? I right. take three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three of
1: them. <laughs> <They> <laughs> you're help just you just going to take them. I don't I know. I you said you <laughs> no, I love to take, take them. All right. Yeah, I'll try it. Really. If you're take two. I'll t- yeah. I'll, t- well, I'll try two first. Oh, yeah. Well her some, some water. Love Podcast guests love it when you talk with your mouth open. Are you going for a walk, my love? Yeah, we're going to go something. Okay, I love you. Bye, Brady. <laughs> Say bye to the dog. Uh Yeah, these, uh, one time I did a podcast with Duncan Trestle, and he gave me these pills, and they really helped my brain, and I'm like, when, especially like when I'm a little bit tired and stuff. Yeah.
0: How fast do they start working? Pretty fast, like ten minutes. But
1: it's not like a stimulant. It's not like caffeine or something. You won't really notice it. You'll just kind of be slightly more articulate. It really could have just been anything. (laughs) Yeah, I (laughs) I just gave you uh, uh,
0: Molly. I love Molly, it's great, it helps you have, you know. taken, have you taken Molly? <laughs> I've done it before, man Oh yeah, but people say cute. it's wonderful Oh, it's the best thing in the world Really? I wish I could write commercials for Molly <laughs> <laughs> Like it just makes you a better version of yourself, man like, It makes you happy, right? Happy, you're genuinely interested in conversations with strangers Really? Yeah, like I remember I, like, I was out one time and I, I took it and I was like I met some people and they were like dancers for a living yeah. Like they dance like ballet or classical or whatever And I was just like, this is, you did it <laughs> you are in New York, and you're, I was so happy. I feel like sometimes, like, can you turn my kids up a little bit?
1: Sometimes I feel like when I uh, am in that place, whether it's a drug or whatever, I'm like, this is how we should be. Yeah, it's just so exhausting, I guess, to be that way yeah. all the time. But if you meet someone who's dancing for a living, yeah, sometimes I can hone into. Like, I watched, I went to a play in the park, and there were dancers before it, and even just watching it, I was like, they've done it. Yeah, like of, <laughs> like of all exactly what you felt of all the things they could be doing, they're just kind of like spinning around and entertaining people. It's, it's crazy. Like, this is how the world should be. So yeah. everything was fascinating. Yeah,
0: everything everything is fascinating. <laughs> you love everybody. <laughs> you just want like, you know it's literally you're just so happy for everyone and just genuine. Yeah, it's just like
1: how long does it last? How long could that last? That sounds uh, exhausting.
0: I guess a couple hours or something. Yeah.
1: Do you think? Do you find it tiring to be
0: interested? And interesting, like, when you, or are you a social person? Do you like going out? That's the stuff? thing. It's, it's weird. Like, I like to go out and stuff like that, but I also have this thing where a lot of times people will think I hate them, but <laughs> it's just, <laughs> <Why>? just disinterest. <laughs> I am just I can be like that a lot, and it's it's, it hard. caused a lot of problems for me early on. Is I feel like right? I've been better about it since, like, you know, I've, like, been up here in New York. I've been better, but, like, my whole life, a lot of people would just be like, he hates he hates Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I say
1: that about my brother. My, my, I have an older brother named John, and, and I'm like, you might think he doesn't like you. Of course he does, but he, he's just kind of, I guess you could say it in a good way, he's kind of authentic. He's not going to be like, oh, you do vinyl siding, Cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's just going to be like, huh.
0: Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. what you were like? I was like that. And you know what? You know what probably changed me? Weed? Molly. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm a different person, man. It was my dad gets a different drug. <laughs> it couldn't have been that. Nah, nah, nah. But didn't
1: nah. you come to New York when you were really young?
0: I, I moved there at like uh 23.
1: That's young. Yeah. It's not like Chappelle Young.
0: Nah, nah, nah. Fuck
1: that guy. Yeah, fuck he that He did, did it as that. young as you could do it's it disgusting for the rest did. of comedy.
0: He is comedy.
1: <laughs> it's just like he is that shit. It's he is comedy. Yeah. And the rest of us look like frauds. I started when I was around hmm. 21, so I'm just like, that's way late. Yeah. But where did you start?
0: I started in uh, Tallahassee. Oh, okay. I was going to school at FSU and... Uh, I had done, like, I was a music, I went to an art school, so I was, like, a music major. Okay. So what I, I you, went to what uh, do you play? saxophone and piano and all that. All the shit. saxophones? Yeah, tenor and barrier were my main things, and I played alto here and there. And, uh-huh. then like, they make you play clarinet and flute on and all that shit once you Do they scream nerd after you start playing? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, man, I was jazz. <laughs> it was jazz. So it was a bunch of cool-ass black motherfuckers. People were black, and they were cool. You stuck jazz the landing and, on that black. Yeah, they were black. You went cool. heavy. But a lot of people, yeah, a lot of them ended up doing really well. The people it, that... That I used to play with and stuff, but... Uh, really? I was, yeah.
1: I don't know. I know some... If it's not Joshua Redman, I don't know any jo- modern jazz people. I love Joshua I do, too. I was
0: actually just talking to somebody yesterday. We were talking about, like, freaking out when you see a celebrity. Yeah. And I never do that, but... The one time I did was when I saw Joshua Redman no in the street. And I
1: was no like, way. Oh, fuck Joshua I can't Redman. believe you recognize him. I would have yeah. thought it was Kirk Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I don't, I'm not sure. I would have probably if I saw I, Kirk Franklin. The, I would, too. Who <laughs> am <Yeah, laughs> yeah. When we were talking about, like, the, from album covers alone, I don't have enough facial. In, like, because I'm thinking of Freedom in the Groove. His head is down.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He's topless
1: yeah. and bald. I,
0: he was just, like, my favorite modern player. And, like, you know, I was, like, studying jazz and such. So I was, like, just yeah. a huge yeah. fan of him. But I guess, like, yeah, four or five years ago. I just saw him walking around. the West Where? Ridge. Around here, around the West Coast. No way. Yeah, and I was like, oh, shit, Jocelyn. I, I ran s- up on him.
1: I saw them play. I guess it's hard with jazz because you never know if it's the same four or five people. But I saw yeah, him yeah. play and his bass player. I, I was transfixed by the bassist the entire time. He, he was, was insane. Uh, which, which bassist was he? Yeah. I don't know. I'm embarrassed, but it would have been around 1997, 97. 1998.
0: I know he was playing. Damn, I can't even think of it. The- it's When
1: Freedom in the Group came out because yeah, that, yeah. that album. I, I would, know who the remember. bass
0: player is, but for some reason I can't think of the name right now. But he's I, a beast. He was a beast. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's a real thing. If you can take an instrument that's that low tonally yeah. and still steal the show, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. he wasn't walking it up like beep beep boop. Like so you'd that's, look at him. That's the He thing. was just yeah. bang wow.
0: And there's a point, like, everybody, like, I feel like I haven't, like, played in forever, and I've, like, barely even been listening to jazz, which is kind of sad to me. I just listen to too much rap and shit. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, like, everybody will be like, why don't you play, like, to relieve stress and shit? It's like, no, that's... at, At a certain point, playing, if you're, like, trying to, like, do music as a career, especially, like, jazz or, like, classical... Playing is like the most stressful thing that you can do. Is that true? Yeah, like everybody I know. We used to talk about like they talk about you call your horn or your your bass the axe, and they're like this motherfucker, this act. They like you hate it because really? it treats you so bad. <laughs> you know? Why? It's just it's just hard. Is it because
1: I don't want to assume that the lifestyle is kind of shitty and it's hard to perfect and it's yeah, not like yeah. you're making tons of money right away? Kind
0: of like comedy, is it? Yeah, like it's, that? it's the same thing. I mean, like when I was like. Except it's so much more obvious that you suck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? And then if you don't play for a while, it'll literally hurt. <laughs> like Is it that hurts. right? Yeah. Like your your or your mouth, like the muscles aren't tight anymore. And so like right now I haven't played I haven't touched it in probably like two years, yeah. two three years. Yeah. If I was oh to play God. for more than like fifteen minutes, my whole face would be sore for like a day. Is that
1: r- I believe that. Yeah. Because I played upright bass in my well, I didn't play upright bass. I would play regular bass, but I would occasionally play upright bass just yeah. for shits. And I was like, Oh, like the, the like a snakeskin shedding. I would just lose an entire layer of hand. Yeah,
0: <laughs> this is brutal,
1: man. And this guy who played the other bases would—he had this red streak down the back because he did play upright of blood, like a where blood he was playing on a-, on a long show and he just wiped his hand on the back of the.
0: to well, that's wipe- the guy who was a. Probably a couple of problems gonna, he needs well, to this is,
1: well, I wonder what it is I mean, jazz and heroin Like, you know, not now I don't yeah, think Joshua yeah. Redman's doing heroin nah, <laughs> But nah. like, back in the day When it was being born There was something similar to people who liked suffering yeah. And yeah. and were sad I don't know I don't, Yeah, it just it beats you up It just beats you up, man And maybe they think they deserve it or something I don't know Like, I need to pour myself it, but through this a, horn It's the
0: same thing as, like, comedy, right? Half the time you're doing comedy You're just like, I don't Why am I... <laughs> Almost every day I wake up and then my first thought is like, oh god, not again.
1: <laughs> it's, you know what's funny? Yeah. I recorded my comedy special. It might be uh Valour here she would know. It was probably like 2 months ago. Mm-hmm. I haven't maybe a month and a half. I haven't done stand up since. Oh, real? And it's it's been fine. It's it's great. <laughs> when you don't do it, it's like, wait, I don't have to <laughs> I don't have to do it. I'll put it to you this way. Every morning when I dress and I put on a t-shirt, I mm. think, do I have a show tonight? Cause yeah. I don't, cause you know, you'll probably go straight oh, to the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. So when you get up and you know, you don't have a show, you're just like, look, I'm wearing this fucking purple shirt. I'd wear this on Saturday. Yeah, but You yeah. know what I mean? You just, you don't care. Yeah. And there's no awareness of it. Clothes or prep or do I have a set or what yeah. am I going to do? Or what would I do last time I was there. We love it, but it is,
0: it tears you apart, man. It's
1: tearing you apart in a little way. Right. Yeah.
0: Even just like you talk about like, hey, well, I'm putting on a shirt and the awareness or whatever. Like sometimes it's like, I can't. You know if you wear a certain thing, comedians are going to tear you apart. That's, you that's the other thing. It's <laughs> brutal. Like if I, I know if I'm just going to be walking around and stuff, I'm like, oh, I'm fine. I can wear whatever, <laughs> whatever hat I want, whatever right, shirt I right, want. Right, right. And the nightmares that I run to a comedian in the train. They tie uh, you in yeah, the wild. <laughs> they catch you in the train. They go shit all over your shirt. And just yeah. It's if, brutal, man.
1: If, uh, if Jim Norton saw me right my hair... I, you know, it's the weekend. I'm not going to like clean up, really. Yeah. I look like Ralph Wiggum. I got Ralph Wiggum hair, and I'm wearing a purple shirt
0: for the third day in a row. It's, it's a problem. <laughs> yeah, this I've worn this shirt three days in a row. Was, it's, it's the just, weekend.
1: Leave us alone, yeah, Jim yeah, Norton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I wonder uh, what that is when it starts to feel good when you've been doing it enough that you've proven that you do it and then it starts to feel okay to take a little a little time off
0: yeah it's weird like it's like uh, yeah i feel like early on especially here in new york it was like i gotta be up all the time this many times a night or whatever and now sometimes it's like man i'm just i'm tired man yeah you know yeah 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 people are going to a happy hour they get drinks on this roof
1: Well that goes back to the thing That lifestyle I could never really swing with yeah. TJ Miller's in town And he shot something for the TV show we're, work- we're working on And we wrapped at like 2.30 in the morning and-, and then he was like We're going out for a drink And I was like We're working again tomorrow I can't <laughs> And like some guys yeah. don't mind it like, And I ended up going And it was really, really fun And I'm yeah, glad yeah, we did yeah. And it wasn't like we got fucked up. We had, like, a drink, like, gentlemen. But, <laughs> like, cool gentlemen. But, like, there's some people that just love it. And I bet it was the same with music. There's some people that, like, yeah. just wanted to be at the club. They watch the other people play. They're always yeah, practicing. Yeah.
0: It's like they become part of their instrument. It's It literally, it takes your soul, man. Yeah. Like, when I was, like, heavy well, that's into what it. it is. Yeah. Excuse
1: me. I just want to agree so hard with that. It's, that story of, like, selling your soul to the devil for, to play the fiddle real good. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, they, they're talking about, like, your entire focus, your entire yeah. life, right?
0: It's crazy, and it's funny too. Like I left, I remember when I was leaving jazz, right? It was just a thing where I was I was in in jazz heavy, and it was like a thing where like my schedule was like eight a.m. The nine a.m. was a private lesson, nine to ten was ear training. Then I had a break. What is that? Just, they just like play a note, and you go, See? yeah. They they would just play a bunch of stuff, and you got to like you know you write out. You try to do stuff by ear, and no, you just learn like I'm a dance. Yeah, you just. Got to recognize stuff by ear, and it just helps train your ear to be better at like, which helps a lot for jazz because at a certain point, you just have to be able to hear stuff in your head and just be playing exactly what you're feeling. And, oh right, yeah.
1: You know that's so interesting when you're like, excuse me, if I drop a little insider jazz knowledge, people <laughs> listening might not follow what we're about to say. But if you're like trading fours or whatever, right? yeah, yeah. And someone plays something, you literally have to play it back, and they might be playing, yeah. You know, it's a string instrument and a wind instrument. You're just yeah. going off your ear, of course. You know, it's not as hard as it maybe seems to someone like me, but you are just playing what you're hearing in your head, and then you're playing. Yeah,
0: but that is hard, though. That's the thing. Like, it takes forever to get to that. Right. And it's just like, I remember, like, right when I left was right when it started to kind of all fall into place, because at a certain point, you start to look at it as, like, math, right? Instead of Mm. being like... You hear a note, and like this is a C, and this is an F or whatever. You're like, oh, that's a perfect fourth. And you can hear that in your head. And like, oh. oh, this is a, a ninth and all that stuff. And once you hear that, you I feel you don't like I'm on to- Molly right now. By the way, I'm like so <laughs> fascinated in jazz.
1: I think I, I gave us the wrong film. It starts to become math.
0: It starts to become you math. The harmony, so literally that way, the harmony. Yeah, like- so you don't have to... like When you have to transpose a song, Like say like, you're with a singer, and normally you play the song in, in G, and she's like, I'm kind of sick today. You yeah. need to play it in D. Yeah. If you're thinking of it as in, like, I need to know these notes, and that's going to be brutal. That's horrifying. Like, I don't know how to play this song in D. I learned it in G. Right. But if you think of it as math, you're like, okay, it's just all numbers. Uh-huh. So in relation to this... You're
1: moving, like, a pattern. Yeah, right? yeah. Does that make sense? That would yeah. make sense with bass. You're moving a pattern from yeah. one area to another.
0: Literally, like, when we were doing music theory, we'd, they would make us... It got to a point where you music was like we would graph it. I don't remember exactly what the details of what yeah, that yeah, was, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I remember there was a good month or so we were like graphing the music really so yeah you start to look at it just as math and I'm shit. wondering
1: if math is gonna make a weird comeback in my life cause the more like movies I see and more conversations I yeah. have where people are like no math is amazing it's like this perfect harmonizing perfect is the word yeah. it's like this inexplicable order beneath everything it's
0: perfect man that's yeah. how we are gonna talk to the aliens and the dolphins you <laughs> know <and whatnot. laughs> <laughs> yeah. probably the Loch Ness Monster <laughs> All of them, they know math.
1: (laughs) It's how we're going to find Nessie, (laughs) and then it's how we're going to talk to her. Yeah, exactly. But like, even like a chord, I suppose, is a type of math. Yeah, it's it's, a math. It's three things, three vibrations that go together. Just the
0: spaces in between. So you start to think of the spaces in between, and then it becomes like, oh, I don't need to worry about what key I'm playing in, or what notes these are, I just know what they are in relation to each other. Yeah. And then from that, once you're able to hear the numbers... Then all of it's just hearing it they're And then you always, hear shit in your head And you can just play exactly what's in your head They're always sneaking in math Yeah
1: Like they they get you in with cool cigarettes And like <laughs> tie suits Yeah, yeah And like leaning on a blue light That sort of thing Yeah, And yeah. you're really learning fucking math
0: Dorks, man You're dorks The coolest people Yes All dorks
1: Miles Davis
0: Dork Get that
1: honky bitch out my face <laughs> 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 Math jerk Math <laughs> It's crazy, man. That was from Collateral. That Miles Davis impression. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is from the movie Collateral. Yeah. It's a fake.
0: Yeah, that was <laughs> a fake story about Miles. <laughs> but it was Davis. good,
1: man. Did you learn confidence and uh, from improvising cuz what I'm um, let's I don't know how what level to talk about, yeah. You know, you're improvising the solos. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it so exciting. You yeah. know, when I know it's it's very broad, but when I hear Uh, Miles Davis in in, uh, So What, you know, Mm -hmm. every time I'm like, oh, that's a perfect solo. And that's so amazing to hear it and to know that he was just kind of feeling it.
0: Yeah. You just feel.
1: But that's insane. So you learn all (laughs) this math. Yeah. You learn how to paint technically. And then all of a sudden you're just kind of throwing paints around. Yeah. But then when you're done, you're like, holy shit. But that, you know, I'm playing jazz in high school. And you had to have the confidence of the entire, you're doing this hardcore, the entire room of good musicians. And I never thought I was like, fantastic. I thought yeah, it was fine. Yeah. Are now listening quietly, especially the bass solo, to mm. you and like what you're going to do. And you can fuck up. Like yeah, I still yeah, remember yeah. people being like, bah, 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 like, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, ugh, unless they do it twice and then yeah. it's
0: cool. That's the thing, man. It could be devastating. Like, you know, you're, you're standing in this room for like your friends and they're like, yes. dope. And then you just got to stand up. They're all sitting down. You stand up, and yeah. everyone was looking at you. Yes. As you could play some horrible shit. Yeah. <laughs> and like I've heard the stories. Like back in the day. Like I, I feel like nowadays jazz musicians are friendly and are nice or whatever. It's but like comedy hear, man. Can I just yeah.
1: interject? It's like everything's softening. Yeah. Everything's yeah. becoming more gentle. Yeah. I don't know why. I, I remember like watching like some it.
0: documentary and just hearing about somebody playing at some club, and he just stunk. Like he got up and his solo just stunk, and then he was fucking up all the chords. Then they beat the shit out of him. <laughs> they beat the shit out of this dude. That doesn't happen anymore.
1: I've never heard a solo that made me go, let's get him. <laughs>
0: yeah. Let's get this guy. He's playing jazz. Yeah. And people beat the shit out of him. playing so in good. bed.
1: Do you remember great solos? I have to imagine just like a good improv scene or something. There are moments where you're like
0: shit yeah I guess like pieces of it like I remember pieces of stuff but like Like what you played yeah I'm just wondering
1: like the feeling like a a day where you're like oh man because it's one of those things like comedy right Mm. some days you're funny some days you feel too funny and you go out, you have, you're too confident, and then you suck. Yeah. But some days it's just perfect. Like, you have to be funny at 8 o'clock on Thursday, right? Yeah. And sometimes you feel like being funny at 8 o'clock on Thursday and sometimes you don't. But then sometimes it's perfect. Like, you've yeah. had the perfect meal, you've had the perfect friend, whatever it was. You yeah. had sex, you didn't have sex, you, whatever it might be that gets you ready. And then mm-hmm. you go out and you're just there. And yeah. the same thing with music, where you are in the bill where you are in the song if it gets thrown to you just at the right moment right across the plate and you're just like ah that was great yeah You've taken something that's impossible to harness and harnessed it,
0: you know. Yeah. Sometimes you just in that pocket, but you ever have comedy just ruin your day? Of course. <laughs> like you just everything about the day is perfect, and you feel like you're about to be the funniest person that's, alive. That's then.
1: a phenomenon. I'm so happy you know about that. That's a yeah. phenomenon. That's why I think like if all of your needs are being met, you're about to have a bad set. Yeah. If you're feeling a deficit and you need the set to go well. That's one of the most powerful things I can think of to say when I'm doing badly or even if I'm just worried is I say up top, I'll go, I really need this to go well. (laughs) This is all I'm doing today. I need this to go well. I'm saying, I'm not fucking around. If this goes badly, it's going to ruin my night. And it's just funny to kind of like break that tension because it's true. It will fuck you up. But if I'm like at some fucking birthday banquet and vows there <laughs> and my long lost friend is there and someone gives me a perfect gift and then i go do comedy i have nothing for those people
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> what am i supposed to just radiate onto them i have to go out needing something from yeah. them and they i hope they want something from me yeah. and then we can all leave satisfied yeah. it's like you don't want to fuck when you're not horny you want to be horny <laughs> be horny yeah. don't just be erect be horny <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's true, man. They, they just want to see you when you're doing your worst as a human being. That's it. Like, that's what it is.
1: But that's art, isn't it? I yeah. mean, like, oh, God, I'm sorry to keep driving the jazz thing, but I have to think jazz, music, uh, poetry, comedy, all of these types of art, even, I suppose, to a certain degree, painting or whatever it might be. Uh, Peter Rawlings uh, quoted somebody when he did my podcast. He was talking about when we ask the artist to write another song or write another poem, we're really wishing pain upon them. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't write good... I mean, like I, I pride myself, or I, it just happens naturally, to be honest, on being a more upbeat comedian. I, I don't go up and go like, eh, fucking Subway was late again or whatever. Yeah. I love that type of comedy, actually. <laughs> but like I don't do that. But still, a lot of my silly happy things come from some sort of deficit. Yeah. So we want that. We need it. We need, need it. something... It's not wrong. Yeah. It's just the alchemy of suffering. Something goes badly, and then you turn it into a joke. Yeah. And that's great. That's how we live, man. That's a good thing. Like, I saw you tell that story about going on the road and the guy throwing on the biggie shirt.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 You're yeah. You're telling
1: that story like it's fun, and I was like, that must have been a hard night.
0: It was very strange.
1: <laughs> like a weird, yeah. awkward...
0: It was odd, man. You where, where was it? You went to... I think it was... It was somewhere in Maryland, but just like like literally it was so title. far, yes, yeah, somewhere, somewhere in, in Maryland, Maryland. <laughs> so it was beautiful,
1: <laughs> and you went, yeah, and everybody was like super duper white, and
0: yeah, they were all the old white people at this uh Elks lodge, yeah, you know, and they just were literally just everybody was just so like oh like oh this is, we got one <laughs> you know? and they, they were trying so hard to like make me comfortable yeah. they were just brutal yeah
1: yeah yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah yeah it's like my dad if he meets a lesbian like i see him <laughs> really light up and be like ah oh, gotta be great yeah <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> it's like you don't have to do anything yeah just, just relax i'm the same
1: yeah just, relax.
0: just <laughs> they, relax they were so aggressively trying to like the fact that the guy saw me and then went and put on a Notorious B.I.G. shirt is yes. insane. Yes. His heart was in the right place. Right, right, right. That's the thing. I can't follow. He was My dad to does be that good. with a Lilith Fair t-shirt. <laughs> 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 but people, people
1: but, you know, you tell that story and it's very funny. But then also I'm like, those moments where you're going to a show and you're alone mm-hmm. and you're nervous and it's weird and it's weird for everybody. They're not great things it's it's later when you look back that you're like that guy put on a big shirt maybe yeah. you can be in the moment and be like this is hilarious i'm going to talk about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah that comes later but especially at the beginning you're just kind of suffering yeah and then later you look back and you're like oh maybe that's a bit like like i had a bit about thinking there was a killer in the backseat of my car and uh, I, you know i wrote it because i was driving across the dakotas doing fucking weird roads and it was like no street lamps middle of cornfields you don't it was just darkness yeah. you only saw your headlights. And that was like a lonely, scary feeling. I know yes. that sounds not that bad, but like <laughs> when you're 24 and you're just like, <laughs> like dry, yeah. that's here." how old are you now? 29. 29. Okay. Well, you moved here when you were 20. Yeah, I With 23. Yeah. But still, it seems so old now. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm yeah. like, it felt so scary. And then you write a bit about it because you're yeah. like, I need to tell somebody about what I was afraid of. And then people yeah. laugh and then everybody benefits.
0: Even just like when a show goes horribly, just bombing. And like in a moment, it's the worst thing in the world. Yeah. But then, like, a couple days later, it's just, like, some of my favorite memories of bombing. Yes. Some of my favorite of all time. Isn't that what it is? Yeah. I mean, isn't
1: becoming a comedian or maybe becoming a mature adult is even not withdrawing in the painful moments? And yeah. going Like, having those good friends that, you know, like, I can't wait to tell. Like, John Oliver, more than anybody I know, loves a good bombing story. Yeah. <laughs> so you're eating shit, and you're just like, I can't. Or whoever it might be. I just can't wait to call Valerie on the way home and be like, it was beyond terrible. It was a, I didn't know it was a charity for children who had been in hot air balloon accidents. And I opened with a hot air balloon.
0: (laughs) One of my my favorite ones was uh, early on, right? This is when I was living in Tallahassee. And I may be like, this is my first paid gig ever yeah. they paid me like 50 bucks and i was like really excited because they the guy handed me a check like now you're a professional comedian <laughs> <laughs> but i get there right and they told me that they called me before like we're really excited to have you you know very good things you know this is uh this is a, this is a it was somebody's 30th birthday party was mm. like, a birthday party it's just gonna it be fun just, yeah you just go up there and do whatever you want it's just 30th birthday party <laughs> i'm like all right cool and i get there and one of my friends who's like he was a musician uh He was there, too. And I feel like every time this dude has seen me go up, it's went horribly. Like, he's never somehow, it's like a curse. I have friends like that. Yeah.
1: I also have friends that whenever they're there, it goes amazing. Yeah. For some reason, Jay Larson. I'm just like, whenever Jay (laughs) Larson is there, I'm like, it always goes
0: well. Keep going. Yeah, so we get there, right? You have that friend. Yeah, so he's, like, playing music there, and whatever, and I'm supposed to be doing comedy. And I get up, and, like, I'm early on, so, like, my jokes are, like, terrible. Like, I'm talking about vaginas and fucking sure. periods and whatever other stuff, right? Your I'm just very period, vulgar. Period. Yeah, yeah, just very vulgar and terrible. Yeah. But that shit used to work in Fort. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, like, it's just complete silence the entire time. And I'm, like, wondering, like, what's going on with these people? Like, they seem, like, very stuck up about it. It's complete silence. And then I get done, you know, one person claps <laughs> I walk off stage. One person claps? One person they did was like they hated me. Oh man. and then uh, the guy who was hosting the thing goes up and he's like Alright, precious Lord, take our hands and they start praying and it was a gospel. it was like a it was a church function oh, and nobody God. told me. Oh my
1: God. We were horrified. The fillet of delight that this story is. Yeah. I just want to savor this moment where I haven't fully wrapped my brain around it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That is the worst. Yeah. I just made up a hot air balloon. You did it. I did it. It happened. You got followed by prayer.
0: They prayed right after my prayer killed. Yeah. (laughs) And then the worst part was I didn't have a car or nothing. I have no ride, so I had to stay for the whole party after that. That still happens. Yeah. I think I, I, maybe
1: I, I don't know if I've told this. Maybe, Andrew, it sounds familiar. I just did a corporate, and it went so badly. and you know, Maybe I shouldn't say that because it's like bad for business, but sometimes they go badly. Yeah. But this was recently, <laughs> and you think you're like, oh, I've been yeah, on the yeah. thing, and you go up, and no one gives a fuck, yeah. and, and they're always like, you have to be clean. Please be clean. So you're like, no problem. And then you go up, and you riff on them for 10 minutes, and they like that. And then you start doing bullshit jokes and they're just like, go back to talking about our company (laughs) and you can't because you have no more witty observations (laughs) about their textile plant. And then you just eat shit and then people would come up and I was just staying to have a couple drinks and like numb the pain. (laughs) (laughs) And so people would come up to me and give me tips on why they think it went poorly. Uh, And I wanted to be like, no, I'm a a comedian. Like you should be impressed by me. But I I just ate shit. So now I'm nothing to you. Yeah. I don't mean you should be impressed by me, but you know what I mean. Yeah, no, no, no. Most of you, like, people think it's cool that you're a comedian yeah. unless you just shit your pants. And then you go from cool to the opposite of they cool. They hate you. Yeah. They hate
0: the thing. You. And, and I, <laughs> you. That's what the most fascinating thing to me about bombing is. Right? Yeah. I feel like I've said this on stage while bombing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you have and you, you work on your jokes for however long. It could be all day, a couple weeks, a couple months, years. Yeah. You're working on these this set that you're going to do. And you're like, man, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to get them. Yeah. And then you don't. to have a room full of people especially when it's like a place that's packed yes like to go up there and you have all these things you're trying to be honest and real and 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 talk about yourself and bare your soul right right and for them to not relate or get anything and just hate your set means they hate you as a person that's it they hate you as a human being that's right and that's fascinating like
1: you play a trumpet poorly yeah they're just like well he's not good at the trumpet but if you're yeah. like my dad beat me and they're like this fucking guy sucks <laughs> like you just showed yeah. who you were. Exactly. It's so is it more personal? It has to be. It's very yeah. Is the thrill greater though when it goes good as
0: opposed to music? Oh, that one's tough. That was tough to really? say. Really? Yeah, yeah. Music was was it almost as good? Yeah, because when you're like vibing and, and the shit is just like you really like you know, moments happen that like will never happen again you <sighs> you just like I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, it's it's tough. They're both, I don't know. It's similar. I can't
1: believe you're saying this. I thought for sure you were going to be like, nope, comedy beats it by a long shot. Tough, I've never man. talked it's... to a comedian that's like, there's a, there's a tie for first.
0: Yeah, it's tough. I feel like. I you know, love it. Yeah, when it's at the top of, when you're like really getting into it and you're like, I don't know. So why don't you do it anymore? I don't know, man. I got <laughs> tired. <laughs> I'm tired, man. I have the worst. There's got to be some music teacher that turned
1: you on to the to the saxophone. That's just can't you picture him in some sort of sweater vest, well, shaking his head? That's right what now? I
0: thought would happen. Right? I remember my uh, my professor, this dude uh, Bill Kennedy, and he's like he's taught a bunch of people that have out, gone on to do like great things. Yeah, and but he's like a very like crazy like you know like in Whiplash in the first part of the movie where like the you know how the the professor seems like nuts. Yeah, like he's like that. Oh my like God. he's just like I remember like we had this thing <laughs> called. Uh, Jazz colloquium, right? And This is where all the saxophonists get together and you play what you've been working on. And um, there was this kid who was like a freshman and he was <laughs> oh all God. excited. He was playing some Charlie Parker shit. I forget what it was, right? And he goes up and he's like, he was like talking to us all week. Like, oh, I'm so excited. Was, like Show Kennedy just did what I've been working on with oh, this Charlie no. Parker thing. And he gets up there, right? And then he starts playing. The kid's so excited. He starts playing. About 45 seconds into him, Kennedy stops him and he's like, hey, hey um, have you been... Have you been wor- working on the stuff? Have you been listening to uh, to the trial thing? and the kid's like, "Yeah, like every day." I've been working. It's like, and he cuts him off again. Is like, "And why do you sound like that?" Oh no! <laughs> Just like we're like, he's like, "All right, what uh, oh. what's the chord on measure?" Blah blah blah, whatever. And the kid's like, "Um, it's a F uh, sharp, seven, whatever." And the kind of cuts him off again. Is like, "What the fuck is that?" Uh. Look at the clock. What time is it? It's like three seventeen. Look how you told me. Look how quickly you told me the time.
1: Oh no! You should be able
0: to do that with chords. Right? What are you doing here?
1: But this is the guy that <laughs> Just, changes lives, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it funny? Yeah. When I watched Whiplash, I was like, "Yeah, I had, I didn't have professors that were that mean." Yeah. But like, there were people talking about the ball breaking and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's this weird refining thing where if you're not funny, and if it, it I remember going to the cellar and getting my balls broken when I was like barking. You know, like I, I was, I wasn't anything, mm-hmm. and I was across the street at a shitty club, and then I'd go to the cellar just to hang out like a loser, and everyone <laughs> would make fun of you, and that was kind of, you don't know, because you're so young, you don't know how to appreciate step out of yourself and appreciate the suffering like yeah. the bomb, like we were saying yeah, yeah. but now I'm like, oh no, they're they're teaching you in a weird, yeah, fucking yeah, weird yeah. way it's this tribal like they're throwing rocks yeah. at you, so you learn how to dodge rocks.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know? and that's what but, this guy's doing, right? That's what he was. But still, looking back, sometimes I'm like, I don't know if he needed to do all that. Yeah, <laughs> he would just—he's probably—he literally would stop people and say, "What are you doing here? Uh, people are dying." <laughs> Shit like that, like it was crazy. What, what does that have to do with? I it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's what his method was. Was man. he good though? He was. He was dope, but he was probably a guy who didn't, like, achieve as much as he would have wanted to. Right. But then a lot of the guys he instructed are, like, dope. Right. Like, and he's, he's old, so, like, there's people who have done, like, a ton of, a ton of stuff, like, that are already, like, known, like, yeah. that we would study, that yeah. he had taught.
1: That's crazy. But how do you teach that sort of, like, off the t- You have the theory, and I have to imagine you're learning all this stuff to forget it, right? You're trying to get yeah, into yeah. a place, a soulful place. You're talking about getting yeah. in a vibe Losing yourself When uh, the great Late uh, Gary Shanling Did the show We're talking about That no mind thing Where yeah. it's like You stop thinking And you just start Being right there That's yeah. what I hear When I hear an amazing That's what that's what uh, So what Sounds like to me yeah. somebody that You're not thinking Oh god everyone's Listening to me And you're not thinking Oh how many bars Am I going It just kind of pours out of you just like a great comedy set all of these things but how do you teach that i feel like a lot of us just default to go like oh they either have it or they don't right you watch someone and you're
0: like no they'll never have it yeah that's the thing there's some people a lot of comedians are very boring people (laughs) just boring (laughs) it's like you watch i mean i know what you mean yeah there i go to shows so much and i'm just like i'm bored i can't like it and i feel like since i've done comedy i've become a much more boring person than i was that's fucking so interesting because
1: all we talk about is comedy
0: yeah because you just do comedy you go to comedy shows like you don't like you know I had interests before and shit. So funny, hobbies and whatnot. You
1: were rewarded for having other interests and hobbies, and now we're yeah. both just like unibombers. But we're writing tweets. Yeah, we're in a cabin in the woods, and we're complete. That's why the, the stereotype of comedians doing bits about airplanes and hotels and yeah. rental cars. It's like that's because all that's all we know. Yeah, it's all. But isn't there a way? To combat i'd like to think there's a way to combat that. this is why i 'm like secretly hoping you get back into music <laughs> so you can have something else yeah. oh no, I just saw a terrible ABC sitcom for you where you 're a music teacher. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just saw it yeah, because even my dumb comedy brain was like, "How do we turn this back into comedy yeah I don 't have yeah. an interest, but then we 'll turn it back Dude, like there was't that
0: that was a Steve Harvey show right where he was uh was, it was there? There was, was a Craig Robinson one. There was a, yeah, it was Mr. Robinson. They did that. And then, like, I think Steve Harvey show, he oh, was did a music he? teacher, too. Okay. He played, like, trumpet or something. I don't know if that was terrible, by the way. I just was picturing you in a terrible <laughs> show. <laughs> it was That's your fault, route, too. man. You That's really the route, That's the route. Eight years from now, be some, I'll be, like, 20 pounds heavier.
1: It is interesting, though, actors and comedians. Get to a certain level by being so hyper laser focused on one thing. And Mm -hmm. then later in your life, if you're lucky, you're paid to pretend that you have other interests. (laughs) Like, wouldn't it be funny if you were
0: a a deli owner? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just a stand up. That's exactly what it is, man. I used to be so cool, man. Yeah. I was a cool guy. Not anymore. It's gone. What were your interests? Like, I played jazz. You know, I was like... So all at the same time, I was doing jazz and doing comedy. But I was also into this stuff called Martial Arts Tricks, which is like... You know what capoeira is? Yeah. So it's like capoeira, but without the dance part. Like, it's just all... Like the stunts and the like, the jumping and the kicking and the flips and stuff like that. Oh, really? And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: and, like Capoeira because it always looks like at the beginning because it always starts with a retreat and a bow, so it looks like it's over.
0: Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. those
1: guys are gonna fight. Oh no, that one guy's giving up. No, he's <laughs> he's kicking his ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You yeah.
0: go low and you step backwards. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But it was it was. Dope. You were doing like, that. I was doing that. But it was like you kind of you like flipping around. Yeah, yeah. And like you would you're like a tall guy. I know, but I I did it. I always think that's little people stuff. It Not is. Little, it know, is little people. But you know, like shorter dudes. My joints are fucked up, man. <laughs> See, I don't got no knees. Come to
1: comedy. We won't mess <laughs> yeah. up the personess of your lips. We won't hurt your joints. <laughs> you can just be a boring person. You just stand there. So your joints are messed up because you would be one of those guys.
0: Yeah, I would do all that stuff. Where? This is South Florida. And well, I was living in Tallahassee going to school, so I did it up there too. But yeah, so competitions and stuff, I didn't get like that crazy. Like, I wasn't like that advanced with it. But uh, some of the guys I used to train with, like, it was a very small community. And some of those dudes who I used to train with are now like some of the best people in the world. And like, every movie I see, like, they I look at the IMDb and Chris, they're like doing the stunts for like every fight movie and every like, and it's crazy, like, everything video games, motion capture stuff, all that. And like, that just seems like an amazing – I'd rather do that. If I, I could do that. like you've been on the cusp of breaking out in so many amazing fields.
1: <laughs> I support your decision to go with comedy, but yeah. I've never known someone that had their pick. <laughs> you could have stayed in the Flippy Flips. Probably. And you missed the Flippy Flips? Oh, yeah, man. Because what I like about those interests is there are all these worlds. They're complex. They all have lingo, like yeah, secret yeah, things yeah, yeah, that yeah. only you guys know about. Like I got into poker for a time and I was very obsessed with how there's like terms for everything sports is that way. I have to mention that it is that mm-hmm. way. And I wanted to be a member to as many secret clubs as I could. Yeah.
0: So you knew like you don't call it a joke. You call it a bit
1: and you don't yeah, listen to yeah, yeah. that and jazz. and blah, blah. Is that part of it?
0: Yeah. It's all like, yeah, it was kind of a thing where like I did want to just get deep into these worlds or whatever. Like, yeah. That. And I remember like when I first found out about that stuff, I was like, this is the dream. <laughs> You know, as you grow up, you're playing so much Street Fighter. we Tekken. watching Dragon Ball. You did Tekken? Once I didn't Tek- really do Tekken.
1: Well, Tekken has a, a capoeira guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie, it.
0: Was it Eddie Corto? Eddie Izzard. I think it's Eddie Corto. Eddie Corto. No,
1: no. Yeah, it's Eddie, Eddie And Street Fighter had a kind of capoeira guy. Yeah, the yeah, The guy yeah. pants said maximum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because maximum in all caps looks the same both ways. Oh, Boom. snap. Oh, snap. Think about it, because mm. he faces the other way. Yeah. Just a flip image. Mm. Respect. Yep. I was really hoping you would say respect to me. Well, I'm
0: sorry. I pointed, but the point was the respect and in, in finger for. And then
1: I just said respect because of the you podcast. Threw respect on your respect. own statement. <laughs>
0: That's beautiful. But you would play Street Fighter, yeah? And like watch Dragon Ball Z all the time and all that stuff. And then, like when I found out about that, I'm like, Yo, this is perfect. This is the thing because the stuff they do is like, especially like the like it was early. It's a newer sport. Yeah. And it's, like, people battle, like, breakdancing and all that. Really? And so when I started, it was, like, there wasn't... People weren't doing nearly the crazy shit that they're doing now. And I remember it was, that was the coolest thing about it, because it would always be a thing. There was, like, this one forum we'd all go on, and uh, everybody would talk on the forum and be like, oh, so-and-so. So they, they heard of a guy who's able to do this move or whatever. I'm like, that's impossible. What is the, what, what the type of stuff they're doing? Like, how would I describe it? Like, um, it's a bunch of... It's kicks and just flips and stuff like that. Okay. So you'd like, for example, you know what a a gainer is? No. (laughs) The guile kick. Remember how Guile would like flip with one foot, and you know it'd be a kick while he did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can do that. Like you'd combo into that from a bunch of kicks and like sweeps and whatever. You're actually doing guile moves. Yeah, and people would do that, and they'd they'd combo into that, and then so with the guile kick, you can come up, and then you can do it kind of off axis, so it's at a 45 degree angle. Yes. And then you spin with it. And so to do the spin, since you're starting upside down, the spin is a 540-degree spin. I'm on Molly. <laughs> i so fascinating.
1: Yeah. You've given me the chills a couple times. I'm just like, <laughs> someone does that? So you're st- right. off-axis? It's an
0: off-axis 540-degree spin. <laughs> but then I remember when I first started, people were just doing that. And then they started. That's called a cork. And then people were starting to do double corks. And I, I remember people were like, I don't even know you can really do a double cork. People didn't think it was a real thing. Right. And then people were doing that. And then a couple years later, there's guys doing triple corks now, which everyone thought was impossible. Right. So it's kind of like as the sports progressing. There's all these things that people talk about, right? Not being able to that's happen. That's like Louis
1: doing a new hour every year. Yeah, and then yeah. that I remember hearing about like the guy, the first guy that ran a five minute mile, like yeah, that, yeah. that year that he did. Everybody said it was impossible. And the year that he did it, everyone started doing yeah, it. Yeah. I think that's so weird. Once we. As uh, acknowledge that something's possible, we start doing triple corks. Yeah. it's crazy. But if yeah. you started with a triple cork, it'd be crazy. Exactly. Unless you knew that Eddie from Tekken
0: was, <laughs> was already doing them. And that was the thing. Like the people started doing street fighter moves and stuff. Like you know, there's this dude, uh, Danny Graham, and he's one of the guys from South Florida. Yeah. And he's in all these movies and stuff. Now, he was the first dude to do like a hurricane kick, like uh, from Ryu and Kent, like the no. one where you jump and you spin with your leg out like that. Though. I duck, dunk, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just, He did it? He done
1: it. How many revolutions?
0: I think it was like either... Even if it's
1: half of one, I'm very
0: impressed. I think it was like either 720 or 1080. Like it's crazy. It looks crazy.
1: No way. (laughs) So you started doing this? Yeah. yeah. Isn't there... How old are you when you're doing that?
0: I probably started that at like 18, 19. Okay. So you're
1: in good shape. You're you're the kind of like young rubbery, like you fall and it doesn't really matter. But did you hurt yourself? I had, is, uh, I'm, I've never been more 37 in my life. I'm just like, <laughs> that sounds dangerous.
0: I ended up, uh, that's kind of what took me out of it. Like, because I also, like I said, I like to get into a bunch of different worlds. At one point in high school, I was like trying to do BMX. And uh, I was Who terrible at you? That. <laughs> I was doing that. And I kind of like fucked up my knee while I was doing BMX. Uh-huh. So I was always like a little bit wonky. And then one day, I remember, like, it was the stupidest shit. I should have never done it this way. But, like, <laughs> I'd already worked out. I did a leg day with my friend. Me and my friend did a leg day. And before that, we, were, we had a session, like, in the park, like, just jumping around, throwing shit. Flipses <laughs> it. And then we did leg day. You guys and-
1: live like, like henchmen in Double Dragon. <laughs> like, it's like, well, we were in the park throwing barrels. Yeah, and
0: then we did a leg day. <laughs> that's the goal, man. That's what <laughs> we're all working towards. We just want to be shirts off, yeah. hanging out, eating ham <laughs> off the ground. So it was, we did, we had a session and then we did leg day and then we're about to leave the gym. And then I think it was like my brother, he's, my brother's a breakdancer and we Professional see. Professional breakdancer? He, yeah, he makes money. He teaches and stuff like that. Wow. And, and but we see my brother and some other breakdancers coming into the gym as we're leaving. And they're like, yo, y'all want a session? We're like, hell yeah, of course. But We'd already been oh my doing God. shit for like four hours. Right. And then. Today's Kevin would say, no, we've already done two things. Yeah. Today. We're going to go play Street fight." <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, within, like, 30 minutes, I ended up... My knee was already messed up from back in the day. Right. It was probably partially torn, and I ended up tearing my ACL, like, within 30 minutes of that yes. session. And then I kind of, like, never fully went back into it after that. Session means
1: a workout?
0: Yeah, session is just like, yeah, we, you get together and you <laughs> hang out and throw kicks and jump around instead.
1: I can't believe
0: that that's a thing. <laughs> you guys want to kick each other? <laughs> Are we flipping as well? Yeah. Yeah, man. It's beautiful. <laughs> It would be some of the most fun I'd ever had, too, whenever we do it. Because you're in a yard, you're playing cool music, yeah. barbecuing and shit.
1: <laughs> but being active. Yeah. You like being active.
0: Yeah, it was that shit was great.
1: But then did the injury take you to... How did you... I'm very interested. Just being from Florida makes you a celebrity to me. I'm like, how you and Brian Regan, you know, he's, he was yeah, from outside yeah. of Miami or whatever. I'm very interested, not to put down Florida, but for some reason I'm kind of like, that doesn't seem like the mecca of comedy but you yeah. found a way how did it start for you
0: i so all right the first because i was you know i was doing music in high school and college or whatever and uh i remember like i started doing like a thing where i would like kind of do play like an rb soul type song on piano mm-hmm. and i would like sing and tell stories or whatever and they were funny uh, like,
1: and, like a, a little bit like greg
0: yeah yeah just yeah. yeah just like greg and it was like i was doing that in high school here and there like whatever like i do it at shows and no, <laughs> whatever And it would kill yes. And so I kind of was like It was in my head from there Can I interject
1: I and say There's something Wouldn't you agree I'll put it to you That there is something musical about jokes The pairing yeah. of a piano or, or or a guitar or whatever With jokes imposes the rhythm of the yeah. instrument onto your It gives you timing Yeah It's one of the reasons we hate You know typically non-musical comedians Hate musical comedians is Because it's, it's, it's not a crutch But it is a little bit of a Adopting, You're adopting yeah, yeah, yeah. a rhythm instead of making one out of nothing. Yeah. But still, it's a great way to kind of experiment. Like a lot yeah. of great people start, start that yeah. way.
0: And so that's how I was doing that. And then I kind of like didn't really think about doing stand-up. Because I wasn't a, stand- a fan Stand up growing up, at all, right? Like, I didn't like most of it, like what I'd seen, still don't,
1: <laughs> yeah. I guess that is. True. I'm not even shitting, it's not yeah. like I have some secret that I hate the people that we know and love. I love those people, but mm. you still watch a lot of stand up and you're like,
0: yeah, just, uh, yeah, it's
1: also personal, it reminds you of when you were terrible, you know, yeah, you yeah, see someone that's yeah, just yeah. like doing it badly, yeah, and you start fixing it in your head. <laughs> this is this is <laughs> I the act, yeah. this is the act. Yeah. I'm like. Here's how that joke goes. You know what I mean? Like sometimes people, very nice Facebook, whatever will send me a clip. Here's my first time on stage, and you can't help but watch it and go, Here's here's how that goes. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, like your teacher. You can, yeah. Why are you doing it that way? <laughs> people are dying. <laughs> and not the audience.
0: You literally would say, people are dying. It's crazy. It's funny. So sorry, keep going. So yeah, so I did that was in high school, it would do that. And then I got to college and there was a comedian coming in town. And I never thought about doing stand-up, but he was a guy who was like a household name in colleges, I guess. He was very good at promoting and all that. And so everybody knew who he was. And this is like before YouTube and shit. So no, most people hadn't seen his stand-up, but everybody knew who he was. And we're like, oh, this guy is coming to our school. The evolution of Dance Man is coming to our school.
1: (laughs) Pre Uh, that video, he could do it anywhere. (laughs) It would crush. Yeah.
0: Now they've seen it. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so we're like, oh, let's check out his, his website and they see what his, what his shit's about. <laughs> and we went to his site and we're like, yo, this, this dude stinks. <laughs> and he's getting all his money. <sighs> we should be getting his money. Buddy, <laughs> <And he>, isn't <laughs> that
1: how so many careers in the arts start? Yeah. That's why I always tell people, go to an open mic. Go to a comedy show. You'll yeah, see yeah. people that you're like, I think I could do better than this person. Yeah. Just exactly even if it's it somewhere down in a preposterous part of your brain, yeah. you might be right. Yeah, and you were like, "This guy stinks." And he's we we're making like, "This money. guy
0: stinks that he's making all his money." Yeah, and then we went and did a set the next night. You did? Yeah. Wait,
1: you watched him that night?
0: I watched him. I went on his his site and I watched. Oh, it. you didn't go to the show? I went to the show. And, okay, and then and then- that, was, that was, was actually was cool because the school used to do a thing where they'd kind of like let a few of the kids go up before the show, and uh, I actually went up on that show. You did? Yeah. You,
1: like, wrote stuff
0: and just went I, I, up that night? I wrote stuff and went up. I don't was think it, it was the same the night. I think it was, like, the next night.
1: Do you write about the school or you write about...
0: I'm trying to remember what I... My first stuff, I know I, like, talked a lot about, like... Pussy. We <laughs> about. Pussy in periods. But I also would, like, just talk about, like, ninjas and, like, you know, weird music stuff. And then, like... I think
1: every comedian at the beginning is like, no one's talking about ninjas. Yeah. When really... Everyone's talking about ninja yeah, yeah, in your first year, yeah, you will have a ninja bed, yeah, <laughs> and that's okay,
0: yeah, and I did it, and uh <laughs> Do did you it remember first. it I don't remember what the the exact set, I just know that's it was kind of like about that type of stuff, right right, right, and uh they went well the the first one and,
1: I love the college story i a lot of people were this way, where the first places they went up i'm I'm one of those people was at college, yeah. like I don't remember. Ninety nine percent of what I learned in college, you know what I mean, retained yeah, yeah. or books or anything. There are a couple of standout professors, but a lot of it was just like it's this smaller version of the world. And you could go up at a, at the coffee shop or whatever, or in the in my school, it was the chapel, and you do stand up, and you are yeah. like that was okay. But you are a little bit of a celebrity just because they know you, you are Kevin, yeah. and I saw you in class. Oh, and the and words- there he is on stage.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that's probably, your credit. You've yeah. seen him in English. Yeah. Well, and maybe even more. Actually, yeah, this one's more horrifying than, the, than that bombing story I told you before. Oh, boy. So the first like year or so I was doing it, Like most of my sets were, like, were going well. And I was like, oh, wow. this is. I guess I, I, was, I was afraid to tell friends to come see me. Yeah. But I ended up finally having the confidence to be like, okay, I'm going to tell my friends to come watch me go up. The worst. So I invite all my friends to this show. I'm feeling a little ill right now. I really am. <laughs> Just yeah. knee jerk. I feel ill. I, I invite <laughs> all my friends to come to this show. Not knowing that it was uh, an Apollo show. Oh, no. And uh, I'm going up first, and then the guy's like, all right, y'all, keep in mind, all right? Keep in mind, if you don't like what these people talk about on stage, you can boo them. Remember that. Remember that. You can boo these people if you don't like what they talk about on stage. All right, welcome up.
1: I thought you were going to say the opposite. Like, he's like, give them a chance. No. He He reminded them. Yeah. Remember. Remember. He puts up a banner. Heckling is an option.
0: (laughs) You can. Remember, you can boo these people off stage. Yeah. And so I go up. All my friends are there. And uh, it's FSU. It's the entire black population of the school. Yes. There's, you know, the school is probably like 15% black, but all of them were at the show. Oh, God. And uh, just go up. Goes terribly. They boo me off stage, right? Oh, no. All my friends see this. I walk backstage. I'm the show is going you. on. Everybody else is just killing on the show. <laughs> and then the host is back there backstage with me. I'm just kind of soaking. And he's like, listen, man, you know, I feel like that was my fault. I feel like I told those people yes. they could boo you right him. before you went up. He did. And I feel like if you went back off all that stage again, you would kill. You want to go back up there? And I was like, yeah, man, let's do it. That's no, a great idea. Don't tell me and this story. <laughs> Please, stop this story. Please stop this story. Please stop this story. And got booed off stage again. Twice in one night, man.
1: I just, It's again. It's like those restaurants where they serve you a tiny little plate and it just looks like a scallop, but then you yeah. eat it and it tastes like a Thanksgiving dinner. That's what <laughs> these stories are. They're they're short, but they're just everything. Yeah, I can't believe you went back up. I went back up because I could. I don't think either of us would be comfortable doing that now. No, definitely. You don't not. go back.
0: It's a horrible.
1: Unless you know. it's in, you know, Like if you put on a blonde wig and like yeah. pretended to be a different person, maybe. You could, Did you? They already
0: hate your soul. Yeah, your soul. They hate. It's total. Uh, fight or flight
1: it's total. It's there's something kind of tribal about it where it's like you've already shown that you are a limp dick, <laughs> ninny. Yeah. You can't hunt. You can't fuck. Get out of here. Yeah. And that's the boo. And that feels good for the for the pack. You know the audience yeah. becomes this thing that's like, fuck you. You can't come back. I
0: came back with Mike. your
1: same self whittled knife and be like, hey, maybe I can get it. <laughs> you know, you suck. Get Horrible here. idea. Well, how long did you make it both times?
0: The first time. Maybe like three, four minutes. The second time, probably about ninety seconds.
1: They were probably happy to see you come back. Oh yeah, they tore that me they apart. Could man, knew you again.
0: And and so since it was a thing on campus, I really feel
1: sick. Yeah, for like
0: <laughs> for like months after that, I like to be in the library trying to study or something, and people come up like, "Hey, man, you uh, aren't you a comedian?" And you can see him kind of like snickering, and I'm oh, like, "No, no, nah, nah, that's not. No, that's what." Oh. Just denied it. Yeah. You had to hide. People would just be laughing at me as I'm walking around campus. Oh and my god. Coming up to me in the library.
1: See the opposite of that. Did you ever do well at your school? You had yeah, yeah, to yeah, turn yeah. it around.
0: I had to turn it around, but like that first that yeah. one was and that well, was the was first the, one my friends came to see.
1: What was the next one? How did you redeem yourself?
0: What was the next one? I don't
1: know. It's gotta be hard to be like you just got booted twice. A lot of people would yeah. just quit. Yeah yeah. That's that's the you want to hear how I quit stand up story. Yeah. Not talking to a stand up. <laughs> no. All these years later. Yeah, somehow I stayed. I just kept doing it. But what is that? I mean, where did you, I, I guess we could call that grit or something, but yeah. most people would be like, I'll try stand-up. Is it because you could feel that that's what you really, really wanted to do? You thought I, you might be really good at it?
0: I think the, probably the reason why I, I kept going was just because all my friends were there and there was this thing in my head, like, I can't have them think of me that like this. Yeah. Like, they have to know that I'm I'm okay at this. That's right. You know? Yeah. And I know. Just, I, it's funny, that, you, that
1: is such an interesting thing, the accountability. I, ten, I tend to hate that word because I grew up Christian, but the accountability of your friends and the healthy amount of, I can't have them think of me that way, yeah. has carried me through a lot of things. Yeah. Like, I would always uh, surf another world that I got into, all the lingo and all that stuff, with my friend Rob on the weekends, and I, that's when I was doing the talk show. And the number of times that I was like, I can't tell Rob on Saturday that I had a bad show on Friday... Doing the talk show would carry me through, yeah. I love that, yeah. It's just like, nope, that's not how that's not how we're going down,
0: yeah. It's just like you get it's like infuriate, yeah. It's like, I can't have these people public shame, yeah. It's like Japan style, yeah. It's like a shame
1: society style. You're like, I gotta do better than that, yeah. But you could have quit, I could have quit, everyone would have understood. <laughs> yeah. He bombed twice, yeah, a week, one show in
0: one show boot, boot. off stage. That's
1: the worst thing that can happen. <laughs> yeah. You are now invincible.
0: Food off stage twice the one show. Nothing can happen. So
1: yeah. what was the first break that got you out of Tallahassee? That got
0: me out of Tallahassee? Or did you just leave? You just left. Oh I graduated. <laughs> I yeah. graduated college and then I went home for like two months and I moved up here.
1: What so what motive you just knew you wanted to do stand up? I had
0: seen, you know, like I just like I knew like, yeah, I was I was getting like decent at like I would do the shows and and Tallahassee, and it all like go You'd be the best guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It always go great. <laughs> and, uh,
1: I don't think we should ever stop being happy that yeah, sometimes
0: yeah. you can be in a city and you're like
1: I was the best person on that show. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: It was dope. At least at least if not, you know, like you don't want to say like the best, but like I felt like with me I, when I look at comedy, you know, I was saying like a lot of comedians are boring. Like I feel like to me <laughs> it's better to be interesting than it is to be funny. That's so funny. Like, just being interesting, I think, is, like, the main thing to me. Yeah. Because just having a different perspective and a different... And that was the thing. I was like, I, I'm just different than a lot of these people. That's so interesting. And I was like, And you know, I was like, I can... Because they felt like comedian. they like, they're, they're jokey, jokey. They just get comedian like, voice. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like... And th- but there was a few. There was a few guys I really liked. I'm not going to say, like, everybody was. Sure. But there was a few guys I really liked. But it was just, like, a thing where I was like, oh, I'm, I have, like, a little bit of a different vibe. And leaning into that.
1: Yeah. It took me. It took me an embarrassingly, embarrassingly long amount of time. I guess I shouldn't be embarrassed. It's hard to do to figure out what's different about you, and then yeah. you're like, oh my god, it's this, and then you lean into it instead of trying to lean into yeah, your yeah, idea yeah. of what a comedian's supposed to be. And that's what I see when I watch your stand up. And I remember Eugene uh, Merman uh, telling me about you, and then you
0: like he And he, he actually, yeah, you. he was a big reason why I uh, moved to New York, guys because like you know the school would let us go up before. A comedian came in my last year. He was there. Oh, wow. And uh, I did, I actually just opened for him. They made me do like 20 minutes before he went up or whatever. And uh, after the show, I was talking to him. And I was like, I don't know, like, I'm thinking about, you know, maybe I should try and do this or whatever. And he's like, he was, I was talking about like New York. He's like, oh, you just got to move. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, I was thinking about it. He's like, well, you know, you can't wait on this, this, and that or think that something's going to happen. You kind of should just go. That's right. Yeah. That's
1: what a life changer. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, And then you did And now it's interesting to think like If your destination is to just destroy You might actually start doing bad shit Isn't that yeah. in, Like what you're talking about being interesting And being true to yourself Is so much more valuable But it's a, a scarier choice yeah. To go I'm going to lean this way If you lean Like that's where you stay talking about pussies and periods <laughs> Like you can yeah. And if you are just utilitarian about your comedy If you're just protecting your neck And not wanting to bomb You will become a very successful hack And you will go nowhere And that's why Think about like Ron Funches I've been going He's been Instagramming a lot lately So he's kind of in my brain (laughs) Ron is the type of guy That would go up and eat shit I'm not saying that I've never seen him eat shit I'm imagining a hypothetical situation where it's a bad audience, and if you go up and talk about pussies and periods, you'll do well. Now, I think Ron can kill anywhere. I'm just saying he's so unique and quiet and slow, and he's figured out who he is to such a degree that it's a little bit vulnerable. It's a compliment if I say I could see you bombing. You know what I mean? (laughs) If you're just indestructible – fuck you want from my life
0: yeah you're nothing to me
1: the artist is supposed to be bleeding a little bit yeah and that's what you see in ron and that's what you see in those that's what you absolutely see in eugene i mean for sure definitely a guy that's just like no i'm just gonna keep boiling down who i am yeah and serving it in stronger and stronger doses yeah exactly
0: and And, it's a process yeah you figure it out as you go even more so you mind what you are and shit But right
1: and then they get so excited that's that Bill Hicks quote. He says, "Like be yourself. If you're yourself, no one can be you as well as you can be you." It kind of sounds mm-hmm. like a Dr. Seuss quote, to be honest. But he's like, "So if you're 100 percent you, no one will be like you, and only you can be you as well as you can be you." So yeah. you'll have supply and demand covered. It's like only Kevin Barnett can do Kevin Barnett yeah. perfectly. Only Ron can do Ron perfectly. Yeah. And then you start seeing people that are ripping off these people, and you're like, "Hey!" But if you're just being John Mulaney, yeah. No one else can do it just like that. Yeah. So it's that process of focusing and focusing. Yeah. How did what were your parents like? That's uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Yeah. What did your parents do? I'm interested in people's parents. Well my um, you know, they're Jamaican. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm a first generation. They're first American. generation Jamaican. Like I was born here, they were born Jamaican. They, they came. that's and, right. They're the yeah. first
1: ones to come here. Oh, that's interesting. I always call yeah. my mother first generation Lithuanian, but she was born there. Yeah, so you're first generation. I'm first generation. Yeah. What? Yeah. I just found out I'm first Yeah.
0: So I guess you say... (laughs) You would say first generation American, not first generation... Right. But I I always get confused on how to say it. But yeah, you're... But they're from Jamaica. Yeah. They're from Jamaica. (laughs) And just very, like, old school, you know, Jamaican, like, conservative, just... Like, my mom kind of that, like this. that's like
1: that Eric you wrote on Eric Andre right yeah yeah like yeah. he loves making jokes about how like
0: homophobic oh they're so homophobic <laughs> man they are uh, a perfect example like I was like um it was a uh, a couple of years ago I was going to my cousin's graduation in DC yeah and then Jermaine was catching the bus with me because his mom was getting married and his Jermaine mom Fowler, Fowler yeah, yeah. Jermaine, and his mom was getting married to a woman and I remember like uh you know, we're on a we're on, we're on bus, and then my mom calls me, and Jermaine has my phone, so he answers it. And my mom was like, and when he has the phone back, she's like, well, who was that with you on the bus? I'm like, oh, my friend Jermaine. He's like, oh, cool. What's he doing coming to D.C.? I'm like, oh, he's, he's coming because his mom is getting married. She's like, oh, that's nice. That's nice. And, like, just to test my mom, I was like, uh, you know, she's getting married <laughs> you to a to woman. she would do. Yeah, and she fucking dog. lost it. <laughs> In what way, like, Like she's angry? Yeah, I I get to the, I get to the house, and my aunts are sitting there, like, we need to talk about this, and. This is like, why are you, you know, like it's... They're, they're forming a posse to stop yeah, a the, lesbian woman? They're like, this isn't right, and they, you know, that type of thing. And, and I feel like they've softened on all that, you know. I feel like sure. as time goes, people are less... But like, you know, like they're like, oh, this is... That, this is this. It's not right, and I can't believe he's supporting that and all this. And I'm, Where does oh. that
1: come from? Like, it doesn't make... I think that's why it seems funny to me, that when you think of Jamaica, you think of like white sandy beaches and red yeah. stripe and weed <laughs> and t- uh, steel drums And people just being like, just love each other. But it's really weird to think of someone listening to Bob Marley and being like,
0: don't love a man. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, there's songs that were like a hit to hear that were just about burning gay people. Really? Yeah. Like what? Um, What's this song? Don't Uh, tell me Lively Up Yourself. It's about homophobia. No, there's one song. I can't think of the name of the song, but... uh, but uh, it was huge, I remember, like, in the 90s here. and So was, we just
1: didn't know what we were saying. You
0: didn't know what you were, Yeah, so Chichiman is what they call a gay person in Jamaica. Chichiman or, or Bati Boy. and uh, Oh, boy. they Yeah, so there's a song, where which is huge, in like, the chorus... More phrases I have to drop out while singing along. <laughs> yeah, and the, and the chorus was... Me no wanna Chichiman them. And then get the fire, make we burn them. Like, it's about... Burning them, oh, but shit. people didn't know, and people would just be singing that, not knowing what that. It's
1: like a, there's still a pop song from the Salem witch trials. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to sing along to yeah, that. Yeah, it was it was huge. But where does it come from culturally? Like, I don't. I have no idea. It doesn't go in line. Like it had to have been inherited, or yeah. somehow the, the water source got
0: contaminated <laughs> with this very specific type of poison. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man but jamaica is also like very violent like it's just like kingston is like rough right it's like crazy rough Kingston. like it's more violent than probably any city in the u.s really yeah they just what is it what type of crime is it is it people murder just people murdering and you can like get away with like you know jamaica you can shoot somebody and just run up into the mountains and probably be fine You know, it's the heyday for murder, yeah. Like, yeah, no
1: forensics. This is great, it's back, it's old
0: school. People (laughs) die over goats over that, man. Really, yeah. This is sad. It's also just goats are just in the street everywhere. (laughs) You get chased by goats every day when you're out there. You do not get (laughs) chased by goats. Have you been? I've been chased by a goat
1: in Kingston, yeah. No, yeah. This is not what. The ad campaigns have told me about Jamaica.
0: <laughs> Dude, that's the thing. Like, everybody's like, oh, Jamaica, that's so cool and everything. I, I go to Jamaica all the time. I hate Jamaica. <laughs> it's, my experience, you know, people think about Jamaica as like you're in the mountains and you're in the, yeah. the rivers and the beach and all yeah. that. I think of Jamaica as like, I'm at my auntie's house. It's hot. They only got one fan in the whole place. Yeah. No air conditioning. Yeah. Don't got enough food. There's goats running all over the place. <laughs> chasing me. Oh,
1: God. That's herds of goats Loose loose goats is not a good tourist destination
0: Just goats and dogs Why You go to visit your family
1: I go visit my family And what is your Both of your parents are from there And what Mm -hmm. are they like What what do they think of your weird life I mean you live in New York You're a comedy writer You do stand up Yeah What do they do
0: My dad You know he was always He was always very supportive of it And stuff It seemed like I mean because I guess he saw me Early on Like in Tallahassee Really? And um, yeah, I did this show. I was like opening for David Allen Greer or something, and he was like a huge David Allen Greer fan. And. Ah, that's great. Yeah. That's the
1: shortcut to a dad.
0: Yeah. Open
1: for somebody that he understands. Give him a point of reference. Yeah,
0: he drove up all the way to Tallahassee. It was like a six hour drive, and he came, and and he saw it, and he was like real happy. That's amazing. And the show went well. So he's been supportive of it since then. And that was probably like two years before I moved to New York. If he came
1: to that Apollo show, (laughs) he'd be like, this isn't for you.
0: No, no, not at all. But my mom, she It's a weird thing for a
1: parent to say to go like, please go back to jazz. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you can make it in comedy.
0: Please go back
1: to jazz. I think there's
0: more of a future for you there. But my mom was like that because my mom, she figured like I did music, I could be... A professor or something like that. Yeah. So she saw that. She was like, "That was fun." There is and, a
1: dignity to it. I mean, the saxophone yeah. is very shiny and bronze. It are,
0: It looks like you won an award <laughs> yeah.
1: just when you're playing yeah. at a show. And a stand-up is just a guy
0: bullshitting. You just standing there, boring the shit out of these people. They're all bored. <laughs> and you're so bad. Every time I had a stand-up show, I'm like, "Why did y'all come?" Yeah. Oh <laughs> my just, god.
1: I think every comedian that I know feels the same way. Yeah. We look out at the audience and you're like, "What?" Yeah.
0: What is here? Why are you It here? doesn't make any sense? Well we're
1: glad you're here. Yeah. But I I have a hard time leaving my house. It's so hard to understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. So but, your mom saw that and, and did she wanted you to stay a professorial path. Yeah, like she thought path. I was gonna go that
0: and then like you know, my whole family on my mom's side, they're all like doctors and nurses. Oh wow. And so you know, I went to, you know, middle school, high school, first couple years of college I was all music. I went to art schools and then I went to music, I was a jazz major. But then I switched like my third year I ended up going into pre physical therapy because I figured I could just do that to have something like sure for real. You're like I'm hurting cool. myself doing tripping. Yeah, sports. exactly. It literally was. I was like, I got hurt a lot, and I yeah. was like, I should learn. I'm on a bike. To not I'm hurt. Do this. I'm flipping. I'm hurt. Yeah, yeah. And so she was happy about that. And then I graduated and didn't apply to physical therapy school and just moved to New York. Wow. And my mom lost it. And you went. Eugene told me to do that. <laughs> She's like, I, I don't yeah. know, Eugene Murphy. She she lost it, man. Which well, so she yelled at you. She cursed me out. She like she, she cursed said, you out. She threatened to disown me, and then kind of did for like a week, and took me back. But what she was she, Is there a ceremony? For- <laughs> no, nah, she just like Is there yeah, paperwork. You, you are not my son. I disown you. She's like if you go to New York, I'm gonna disown you. And because she I thought,
1: did. I have to think deep down, she thought you were going to run yourself ragged. Yeah. Like you would have no money. You yeah. You'd have no food. You'd be in danger. Yeah.
0: And you'd, uh, who knows? And she also pictures comedians as a bunch of, like, she, yeah. she would always use the word slackness. <laughs> slackness? Slackness out there. Which was like, you, we're doing drugs and drinking a and bunch of bums. being around a bunch of, you know, promiscuous and shit. But,
1: I, as you're saying this, I can't believe my mother. Her love of me transcended her love of, like, ethical purity, religious. Like, she never was like, don't stay away from drugs and loose women. Yeah. <laughs> she was just kind of like, oh, my, my PD has an interest. <laughs> and so here's your mom. My mom. It took her a, a beat. Yeah. It took her a minute. And now and what turned her? David Allen Greer?
0: No. <laughs> like, because that, that was before I even got to New York. She, was, she just hated. And literally while I was, like, going through, like, open mics and, like, you know, you just broke and doing shit, she would like call me and just be like just curse me out and be like i need to go back to school and blah it's like she was like what attacking me kind of about it like just, what does it sound like when your mom is cursing you out
1: how hard is she going
0: Just a bunch of jamaican yelling <laughs> <laughs> she, the accent's heavy you know but, and would that be hard for you or yeah it was, you- it was tough but you know her heart was in the right place she's like she didn't she was worried about she me. cared about you she she was just basically like, you know trying to like come on like what do you but
1: you know, are you, a, not a, people say mama's boy, but was it hard for you to be like, no, I'm doing this? Would you hang up the phone and feel sad and yeah, yeah, question it? And it did you ever think about going back and Yeah, quitting? yeah, all the time.
0: Really? Yeah. But uh, that was the thing. What, one of the things too, like I remember my grandmother, I didn't really know my grandmother all that well. Like I knew her, but like we had a huge family. She had, my grandmother had 12 kids Yeah, and they all got three kids. And then some of those kids have kids. It was a giant family on my mom's side. But I always looked at my grandmother as like very strict, mm-hmm. and I thought she'd be way more in line with what my mom was saying. I remember one time we were just you know before I moved, and then you know she knew that my mom was like yelling at me about like thinking even considering it, because mm-hmm. even while I was just doing comedy casually in college, my mom used to always yell at me and say she didn't send me to college to be no damn comedian ah. that type of thing. And uh, it was just I was just really surprised because I was talking to my grandmother about it, and she was just like, "Well, you have to understand at a certain point." It's not her life; it's yours. Oh wow! And I was like, "Wow, this is your I would have never that. expected that from her."
1: You, your mom got lapped by the older generation. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. It's crazy. That's great. Yeah. So she supported. Yeah. yeah and yeah. carried you through that. Yeah. A yeah. little bit. Yeah. But mostly it was you going. There had to be you being like, "No." And now, what does she think? I, I, I this has to have a happy ending.
0: Yeah. No. Now it's fine. You know, which is but it's weird though because I guess she hasn't done it in a while, but. Yeah. There was a while where she'd kind of call and still yell about... Like, when I was doing well, like, call and still yell about how I need to go back to school and all that. And, like, you know, like, entertainment is temporary and all that stuff. She would yell at me about going back to school, but then at the end of the call, ask me if I could send my brothers some money.
1: (laughs) Because,
0: Ah. like, they're still going... They're in school still.
1: But it's interesting, though. Everything is temporary, right? It's that sort of, like, I'd rather be a failure at what I love kind of idea. It's like people that have jobs... I remember this clicked for me late in life. I was like dentists are also worried about yeah. stability. You know what yeah. I mean? They might have a healthy, thriving practice, just like a comedian might have like a fat year yeah. where he's like, oh man, I did this, I did this, I did this. Cool. All, dentists are also sometimes coasting on 2007's earnings yeah. and worrying that people aren't eating as much sugar as they used to. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I feel like it's all the same. Right, you know? it is all the same. The idea that there's a job for you that you can just kind of be plumped in and, and not worry for the rest of your life. Mm. I don't know if that really exists. Although the union guys on my show seem to think like, that's the life. You're in it and you work yeah, and you yeah, get yeah. a lot of money and stuff. So I understand that there might be things that are more secure than comedy. But even then, yeah, there's always really. something that yeah. can take you out of it. Yeah. That, I remember in Office Space, they're talking about, can you imagine if we're doing this? When we're when we're seventy or whatever, and, and yeah. then the, one of the guys goes, "Can you imagine having that job security?" Like he, he yeah, yeah, wishes yeah. he could know. Yeah. But here you are doing it, and then yeah. so you got over the mom and the grandma and all that stuff. And then how did you get your like first writing gig? I think that's one of those questions that people I, I never tire of hearing that story. Yeah.
0: I think it was uh, the first thing I did. I, I wrote on Guy Code for I think I came in to write on the second season or whatever. Right, and that how that happened. I think it just went from, like, an audition. Like, I went to the audition, and... The performer they,
1: window. You came yeah, in the side. Yeah,
0: yeah. I came into audition, and I was kind of doing a character, because I thought that's what, you know, This was before the show era, and I figured they wanted, like... So I was just kind of doing a character. And it was, like, funny, but it wasn't like they didn't want that at all. Right. But then they ended up just asking if I wanted to write. Right. I was like, oh, cool.
1: So you got the audition because you were doing Santa up town.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I had done, like, those MTV showcases and all that stuff. Right, and then I kind of just say, yeah. From there, ended up working on a bunch of MTV stuff. Like they just kept throwing me into different things, and some things where I'd be like the only writer on it, really? shit, which was cool, yeah. Oh. But it was also terrifying because you know you have yeah, that thing where like they're gonna figure out I don't know what I'm, yeah. I'm have a, any idea what I'm doing? I'm a fraud. Yeah, yeah. we all think we're frauds. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, there'd be things I'd be the only writer on. I'm like I don't know what the fuck this is, right? But you know, but then
1: that parlayed into other things. Yeah,
0: it just kept going, like because you didn't suck. Yeah, I guess it. Yeah, they went. Things went well, and I kind of just ended up writing on a bunch of, you know, just kept moving and and doing more and more. Which is yeah. great.
1: and you like writing or are, what is what is your dream? What is the goal? I guess I like talking about it because here we are talking to Kevin. Bar- I, I always remind myself I'm talking to Kevin Barnett in 2016. It's so exciting to think of. People might be listening to this in five years or two years. Who knows? And like you're this huge guy, and I get you now. Not to say you're not huge. I'm just saying I get you now, and we get to hear what you think today where things are going. Yeah, yeah. You could really nail it right now (laughs) (laughs) and predict where things are heading. I mean, imagine if you're like, well, I see it going this way or this way. Yeah. Do you want to keep writing?
0: Do you want to write for yourself? Is it movies? it TV? Do you want to act? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, writing movies and like just being in. Writing and being in movies. But I don't want to, like... I don't think I want to, like, star in, in, like, a movie or anything like that. Like, That's
1: not... You're not pulled in that?
0: Nah. I feel like someone like, like Craig, Craig Robinson, the way his thing goes, where he's just, like, he's in a bunch of stuff and people, like, know who he is. Right. But, like, he's just, like, everything in he's in, he's so good in. Yes. He's just so funny he in crashes. it. He crushes That's the and,
1: Will Ferrell model, too. Yeah. It's like, you don't go out for... You don't do... You're not going for like a one-handed, I don't know the term, where you're the star. It's like, yeah. all about Joey. And you know, yeah, I yeah, guess yeah. the show Joey. But <laughs> Will Ferrell and Craig did these like, they're not bit parts, but they're not the starring roles. Yeah. And then they crush it. And yeah. then they're like, I think we can give this guy Elf.
0: Yeah. And it's, so it's like it's like a type of fame, too, where he's like, he's famous. And people like know who he is and everything. But it's not like he can't like right. go anywhere. Right, right, right. You know? Craig can go to Starbucks. Yeah. He'll be bothered. He'll, bo- he'll, be, bothered, he'll be
1: bothered. But bothered. it won't be like, you know. It won't be crazy. It's, it's not, not like Johnny a Depp. Yeah, Kanye or. <laughs> like we just got a good glimpse on yeah, who yeah. both of us are. I said Johnny, <laughs> Johnny Depp, Depp and you said Kanye. I like, oh boy.
0: Yeah. I love Jay Depp. Johnny Depp is great, though. Good. good. I, I, I can't I Johnny picture Depp.
1: Johnny Depp doing anything. Yeah. I can't see him yeah, doing anything. Yeah, just his day to day. That dude Postmates everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he has to hire someone to answer the door. Yeah. He hires a second Postmate to open the door for the Postmate. He's just lying down the whole time. He's just lying down all day. Just trying on vests. Yeah. <laughs> and what about uh, uh, religion and stuff? That, I don't know if you're familiar with this podcast. Mm. It's, it's really... I'm interested in how you were raised, but also what you make of life. I think mm-hmm. it's weird that we're in this thing and there's color and light and sound and we can talk and we can do backflips and we can do comedy and we can play music. How fucking transcendent and weird that is. And we all act like it's very normal, but I'm one of those people that's like, what is this? How are you interpreting this? When you wake up and you're like this again,
0: what is this? What's going on? (laughs) I don't know. I used to be very religious, like growing up. Like, is that right? Yeah. I was one of those, like, you know, I went to church camp I what, would do What So Christian or? It was Baptist. Baptist, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then we kind of went non-denominational after that because the baptism shit is really intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like a whole bunch of like, you know, you go to church camp and like you're try, trying to get the Holy Ghost. You know? Yeah. That was, I was trying so hard to get you, the Holy Baptists Ghost. Baptists feel it. Yeah.
1: Baptists aren't the people that you're like, why are these people saying, you know, the glory and light of God forever in like a
0: monotone? Baptists yeah, are yeah, going yeah. for it. Yeah.
1: They want to merge and feel the spirit. Yeah.
0: And you were trying to do that. I was trying to. That was like, like, That's the type of shit where you're like, praying for an hour and you're crying and all yeah. that and just but i was just trying to get the holy ghost and i couldn't you wanted to speak in tongues i wanted to speak in tongues yeah you know and i would see a few people that that got it and i'm like man how did they yeah you just trying to get the you trying to get to speak in tongues i never got to speak right in
1: tongues. you know what i, I think I, i'm the same way i used to pray to speak yeah. in tongues and i would be really worried that you would go to hell if you didn't speak in tongues exactly. It was a sign that yeah. you didn't have the spirit but i wouldn't fake it And now I'm like, you can, like there are other, there are non-religious people that talk about the phenomena of speaking in what we would call speaking in tongues. Terrence McKenna is one of those people. And part of it is just jumping in and doing it. It, It's it's not like, I don't, it's like I could never get there though. I would never just like fake it and then like get into a rhythm. And then at some point maybe I really am quote unquote doing it yeah. but i would just be the person that's like if it doesn't come as involuntarily as a sneeze i'm not yeah. gonna do it yeah but now looking back i'm not trying to discredit people i think a lot of the people that that i knew that would speak in tongues just had the confidence to be like <laughs> and then maybe they got yeah, into a yeah, nice yeah. rhythm yeah i should have bought a hyundai
0: i just couldn't yeah i try i was the same way like i'm not gonna fake it like, that's i feel it. like it's gotta be because we wanted come. proof. We yeah.
1: wanted it to be real. I'm not yeah. saying that there aren't people that have involuntary tongue sessions, but I wasn't going to fake it because that, to me, was proof of God. That was me. It was yep. proof of my salvation. Yeah. And I wasn't going to trick myself into thinking that I could do it.
0: Yeah. And that was you? Exactly the same. Like, I just didn't want to fake it. And I figured yeah. it was the same thing. This is proof. Yeah. Like, once you can get that, that's proof. Yeah. Plus, it felt like such a big sin to fake it, I feel like. That's right. You know? Who are you lying to? Exactly. I'd be alone in my bedroom, and I'm
1: like, blibble, blibble. <laughs> Nah, he knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God knows. God always knows, like, man. It's a type of, I don't want to say, it's, 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 it's hard to think that you're going to die and you're going to go a certain place, and you either have the spirit or you don't. Yeah. And there's the book of Acts and all the stories about tongues and yeah, handling yeah. snakes and stuff. And to be excluded from that is a, is a it's... A pretty shitty feeling. That's what you're yeah. talking about. Crying, right? I mean, yeah, you it was just be crying Yeah, because this is the
0: worst thing. It meant everything to try to get that. Like that was all you cared about. Right. At a certain point. Right. Just didn't get it. And the, did you? I just gave up at a certain point. I yeah. Guess. Kind of the same. <laughs> <laughs> Went at it so hard, man. It no was more time cared about. Just just gave up. Yeah. 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 But then
1: then where did you go? Did your faith deteriorate? Or what, what started, not deteriorating, I'm just, what changed it?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I got, I was so intense into
1: it. And then I kind of just... And by the way, sorry, you said Baptists are more intense than non denominational Yeah.
0: What do you mean? You know, it was just like, the Baptists, they believe, like, it's very few people getting into heaven. Yeah. And you absolutely have to have the Holy Ghost and be speaking in tongues and, like, be pure from the moment you get it till you die. Oh boy. And it was it was just hard. It's just hard. I'll like,
1: throw uh, another word, impossible.
0: Yeah, impossible.
1: <laughs> it's impossible. Yeah, this is I, where we get pastors eating ass
0: and shit with yeah, prostitutes yeah, yeah. and
1: all the all it, it's not good.
0: Yeah, and it was like we had this dude, the the pastor Pastor Felt was his name. And, you know, white Felt? dude Felt, yeah. He sounded like you know, like Sam Kennison or something. Like you know, just like (laughs) he's screaming and he's just sweating the whole time and all that. Oh my god! It was intense. It was scary. Every service was scary because it's just like, man, I'm gonna die and I ain't get this Holy Ghost yet. Oh my god! So you just on this quest. It's the
1: commoditization of this like very mysterious thing, turning it into Coca Cola basically. Yeah. You either have it or you don't. Yeah. And if you don't have it. You need to do this, and then maybe you'll get it. And when you yeah. get it, you'll know you'll have it because it's like drinking a can of Coke. It's, that's concrete. Yeah, yeah. And you're either talking in tongues or you're not. Yeah. You're either driving a Tesla or you're not. There's no... Yeah. It, it, it turns a mystery into a, a box that you take, and, and that's a very scary feel. It
0: was terrifying. And Guy it was just like, yelling at you. he's yelling, and he's just, <laughs> he's so demanding. Like, you know, you weren't supposed to, everything was supposed to go to the church. You weren't supposed to have nice furniture. Yes. Like, like you go to his house, the dude, bar- like, it was barren. Wow. It's just like, you're supposed to have nothing. You're not supposed <laughs> to dress nice. You're not supposed to have good furniture, good TV, none yeah. of that stuff. Yeah, you, yeah. All of it goes to the church. Supposed to be home. It was just so, it was a lot. That sounds so scary to me. Yeah, It's so scary. Yeah. And,
1: if, and there you are, a kid. You're not an, an older preacher screaming that's had a life yeah. and experiences. I remember that feeling of, like, don't impose your middle-aged turn of faith yeah, onto yeah, me. Yeah. I'm blindingly horny. I've never <laughs> known what it's like to have $50. Yeah. And you're up there telling me I have to give everything to the church. That's your trip, yeah. dude. Yeah, no, I'm exactly. 16. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm hard right now, <laughs> like just because that's how my dick is most of the time, and you're yeah. up there telling me about penance and f- going to hell. It's
0: tough, man. It is tough. It's, it's, it, looking back, too, like if you think about, like I remember, like uh, youth service and the stuff that those guys would say. You gotta remember it's like people who are teaching who are teaching youth service or like the pastor, they're just it's just a dude. That's what I mean. It's just a dude who's just yelling that's about it. this stuff that he read some stuff. He's like, Let me go yell at this. And yell he's working this. out his own yeah. shit. And they would say crazy stuff. And looking back, I remember like we're sitting there in the youth service and like it's like thirty kids in there and the guy's like, Now nah, look around this room, okay? You know, half of y'all ain't gonna make it past sixteen. Like, what? No, that's that's <laughs> it's insane not that. They would say stuff And That's you would insane. think And you'd look around the room And be like God half of us And you would take it completely Of course you would Because you're like eight And you're like oh my god Because they're giants Yeah
1: Their femurs are fully grown Yeah They have double chins And they're balding And you're like This guy's seen some shit Exactly But they there's, there's this type of liberation that comes in realizing that everybody, everybody that wrote the Bible, everybody that wrote down what Buddha said, everybody that blah, 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 was, mm. as you said, is just a person just a dude. working out their Jake. thing. Yeah. And how can you have such ownership over infinite mystery except if you start swallowing some of those harder to swallow pills like divine inspiration and that stopped? Yeah. Like the Bible was written at a period where God was speaking directly to people. That mm-hmm. period is now over. Well, Hold on, follow-up question No follow-up questions Just believe this book, let's be fundamental This is the truth and that's the truth Instead of merging with it, and now I'm sounding like a hippie As you, Kevin, your experience You, Kevin, when you were 16 You, Kevin, is 29 Now, your thing, you're working out your own stuff And don't impose that shit on other people We're not going around telling other people to find truth by doing stand-up or capoeira or whatever. That's fucking preposterous. So some sweaty, fat guy yelling, saying you've got to do it the way he's doing it. Exactly. And I'm like, you don't seem—I don't know this guy, Mr. Felt. But I'm like, you don't seem necessarily at peace. People were drawn to Jesus. That's what I always say. He drew crowds. Yeah. And not because people were like, this guy is saving our souls, but because there was a peace and a love and a joy to that guy. And how did we
0: turn that into Coca-Cola? That's the thing. You think about it. Like Jesus' whole thing was about, he was understanding. That's right. He was the coolest dude. He was like, yeah, whatever, man. You can do that. I think you and, could summarize him in
1: one word today, that's I'm going to say, is relax. Yeah. Relax. Relax. You're okay. Jesus was relax. chilling, man. That's right. Yeah. What prophet is sweating and screaming? Yeah. When you hear about Jonathan Edwards and sinners and the hands of an angry God or whatever that is, I just, I'm like, I don't know. The people that I'm drawn to, have a serenity and a calmness And they're there yeah. They're not talking about when you die They're right here And they're having a divine conversation with you mm-hmm. And that, this is the only thing that's happening And this is what God is doing right now God in two forms that we call Kevin and Pete Are having a conversation yeah. And that is divinity, that's glorious And then there's other people that go Yeah but one day you're going to die And blah blah blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I don't think there was too much of that happening With, with the killers, with the big names yeah, yeah, of, yeah. of faith I yeah. hope that's what I'd like to think.
0: And where are you now? Now it's like I don't know. It's I don't like. I haven't been to church in a while. Like I'll go when I go see my parents. Stuff. My mom. You calls still me. go? Yeah, she'll call me and be like, "Why?" If you go to church, this? Baptist, non-denominational. They go non-denominational, but like I really haven't been as into it ever since probably like halfway through high school or into high school, whatever. Yeah. I think I just kind of like yeah, the past felt stuff was just super intense, and I kind of like started like. I can't believe it you it It was hard to far. keep that going for yeah. a while, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that just kind of, like, broke me from it. And then I just, I guess, getting into, like, history and all that, it started to have, like, a lot of questions. Sure. But it's still, like, a thing where it's, like, I'm not going to go up here and, like, say I'm atheist or, or any of that. Like, I still believe, you know, I believe in it, but kind of, like, from a distance. Mm. You that, know, I'm just not as involved.
1: But having, what I'm trying to have as I get older is an appreciation for every step of it. It's not just I'm pure, I'm speaking in tongues, I'm I'm saved. It's it's Kevin going, I don't know about that yelling guy. Yeah, that yeah. feels divine to me as much as maybe more, even more so than just being like, I'm really into this and I go every day or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you're at, appreciating yeah. that and zooming out like a good bomb, <laughs> observing it and appreciating it instead of saying there's God times and there's non-God times yeah. and just being like, it's all God times. You yeah, know? it's
0: all a part of, you know. Life It's life Yeah
1: That's it How can this thing This idea of an energy Or an organizing principle Or whatever Be absent in any part of it Or yeah. be upset at part of it
0: Yeah You know what I mean I'm at the strip club That's God God is there <laughs> It's you funny know? that you say that There's it's a very just...
1: Very similar line In the show that I'm working on Oh which really? is like God was there it, yeah. it, it's not like God wasn't nodding off or angry or shaking his head. There's certainly a way that we can be more in line with light and goodness or whatever. But I don't even mean in an ethical way. I mean in an honest way, in like a truth kind yeah. of way, your truth. Yeah. But it's not so much about selling your table as it is about, uh, I, I think it's more of a philosophy and a presence. and a Yeah. And are doing less, <laughs> but you don't have any. Do you still have like a fear of being judged when you die? Because that stuff's hard to share. Yeah,
0: every once in a while, I like think. You know, I get scared on planes. That's me too. And uh, every time I'm on a plane, I'm like, man, I haven't been praying enough. That's I right. I haven't been. That's right. You know, I've been doing this, this, and that. This is what happens if I die on this plane. Like that, I think about that almost every flight there's a documentary
1: i I reference it a bunch it's called selling god it's on netflix it's very good it's not like i don't i don't know why i'm putting it down it's not like the best made documentary i'm Mm. telling you that so you like stick with it but it's good (laughs) and they talk about what we were saying the commoditization of of god meaning create a need salvation everyone Mm. dies that's the urgency you don't know when you're gonna die i'm on a plane uh and then like you need to do these things and, and be allegiant to these things. And it's not just money. It's actually worse. It's, it's selling your soul to the devil for the fiddle. It's selling your soul yeah. to the church for this assurance that no one can give you. Yeah. It's very private and personal, but you know, it's, it's kind of built in. You're you are born a sinner. Yeah. You're going to die and you don't know when, so stay in line. Mm-hmm. And that's a terrifying thing and it's hard to shed.
0: Yeah. I'm with you. And you never know what like if, if you're going by that if you're going by that philosophy, you never know if you've done enough. Right. And it's just like it'll drive you crazy. It'll never like, be enough. Yeah.
1: Right. It doesn't sound very good. No. B- but you feel okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. It's like
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel it's, okay? It's like little things like uh, like you know, I, I do this podcast with a couple of the guys and they always do What's it, it called? Like, Plug it. Um Round Table of Gentlemen. I like it. Yeah. Round table of gentlemen. It's a round table of gentlemen. And like at the beginning, we always like, they do a prayer, but it's like a joke prayer. Uh-huh. And sometimes they'll like pray to the devil or whatever. <laughs> and every episode someone else prays, but I've never prayed just because I, don't, I can't, I don't want to. It's funny. I don't want to mess with that, you know? I know what you mean. You know I just, know what you
1: mean. Every once in a while I make a joke that's so blasphemous that I get this very familiar pang in my stomach. It's like a flash of like, oh Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It doesn't yeah. go away. Yeah, It doesn't go away where you just I don't even want to do one now. Hey,
0: you grew up that whole, hey, like, your whole childhood and everything and then you however long you went into it as an adult and then yeah it' still like lingers you' just it's like in I don't want reflexes. yeah, it can't go away, yeah, just like if I played a certain rhythm, you're gonna
1: do a cork right now <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about your knee,
0: <laughs> yeah, I felt like I was having this a similar conversation with uh Gerard, and he was saying this we were both kind of saying, like you know people get so anti god and anti this and whatever, and we're just like, part of you just wants to be like well, why not i'm I'm gonna not do certain things just in case, yeah, you know Add your bets, just in case this is all. Real, right? You know, just like I'm gonna avoid certain activities. (laughs) You're
1: not gonna kill anybody, yeah, yeah, even if you're in Kingston,
0: (laughs) even if if they took your goats, yeah. (laughs) But you
1: know what? There's not not a real downside to that, anyway. And that does seem to be a, a, a huge use for religion, is like, hey, it's a little bit fear based. Yeah. But you're like, I, maybe I will be kinder. I think if you keep digging and keep searching and keep exploring, you start to do good things, not because of uh, fear, but because that's what you want to do, yeah, I guess, yeah, kind of yeah. like you with comedy. <laughs> you get yeah. called. That's why I love it. A nice older older spiritual person who's been to the puppet show and seen the strings. Don't, don't listen to either of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good, man. We'll, uh, we talk about God and then we lighten it up. Um, unless there was anything that you wanted to talk about that we didn't get to um no I don't think the final kind of questions are um can you tell me one of the times you laughed the hardest in your whole
0: life one of the times I've laughed the hardest in my life yeah um we've covered how many times you've cried you were booed off you're praying yeah. for the ghost <laughs> i want something light the, all right well this is kind of bad but it just popped in my head i don't know if it's the hardest i've laughed, but no, it's kind okay. of up there one of them but i just remember like i live off the J, and it's above ground train so you can kind of hear it coming for a while and you see it this is this is pretty bad <laughs> but i was i was I'm walking so i was walking to the J, and there was this kid he was maybe like six seven you know eight he was younger than ten yeah but he had like crutches and or some weird like oh, he no. had like one of those things where he was born with like bad legs and, a forest gump situation. Yeah, yeah. So he had one of the very complicated crutch things. Uh-huh. And oh, uh oh, no. I guess he, he heard the train coming. Oh god. And he starts to try to like hustle to catch the train. But oh, like he can't he oh, can't god. move fast. Oh no. And I was just watching him try to trying to run, but he is can't run. One of the worst. It's so. brutal. <laughs> this is terrible. And I just in my head I was just like I don't know why it was so funny to me. but It's I was church like, laugh. He can't. He's not going to catch the train.
1: And you're not supposed to laugh. Yeah. You know it. And you're not me. supposed to. Yeah. That's church laughter. Yeah. A number of stories of these where someone uh, Adam Pally told one where someone sim- I don't. I don't know if they were uh, disabled, but they slipped and fell, and it was like the perfect thing that you're absolutely not supposed to laugh yeah. at. Or I had one that I would tell on stage where I got on. A train, and I saw uh, like I, just things that I would think, and you're just like, "That's the worst thing yeah. you can think." But unfortunately, that's part of being human. Yeah, it's this gross side of us yeah. that we don't like. Like I you don't like, I didn't like, I didn't, that, I didn't want to laugh, but that's, it just caught me. You can't help it. But it's lonely to keep those things in. Yeah. You know, you're being unkind. You're yeah. not being your best self or whatever. But for whatever reason it is, if it's a smallness in us or, or just a, a light passing, it doesn't matter. You laughed your ass off at someone yeah. else's pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: At pain. This kid is a horribly disadvantaged. And- yes. He's and he's not going to make the train. He's not going to catch the train. Oh, and God. somehow, I, don't, I didn't want to laugh. I just started. This is
1: why the church. Yeah. Do you
0: have the church
1: laughs, too? I mean, they have to. Yeah, when yeah. someone's preaching or somebody's being baptized or something is happening, that you're like, this is the moment. Like seeing someone disabled falling. Don't. No. Yeah. No. You have that part of your brain that's parenting you. And it goes, Kevin, no. Yeah. And then there's this juvenile, insane jester who doesn't give a shit. And he gives you the laugh command. And you're like, fuck you. Yeah. That's it. felt terrible about it, man. It killed me. Zach Galvanakis told one where he was lighting candles (laughs) at a Christmas Eve service. Uh It's just another church laughter one. And his dad was trying to light his candle the entire song they're singing Silent Night. Mm -hmm. And he's trying to light his candle and he can't get it. (laughs) And then at the end, he finally lights it. At the very moment, everyone blew out their can because you're supposed to blow it out at the same <laughs> moment. So he finally gets it, and you're like, ah! And then they all blow out. I love I love church laughs yeah, or bad just, laughs. It's great. I get it.
0: Yeah. I get it very much. Is there any gentlemen round? Round table Round table of gentlemen. Table, gentlemen. Yeah. Who are the other
1: guys? Jermaine? Um,
0: ben Kissel. Uh, Henry Zabrowski's there most of the time. Okay. He Holden McNeely. Um, Jackie Zabrowski, Marcus Parks is, records it. And uh, yeah, it's like murder fist dudes, and then... And you, me, yeah. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. And you feel good, man? Yeah, I feel, feel
1: great, man. I'm so glad you came in. You had me fascinated. You're not a boring person. <laughs> I hope you know. You're
0: yeah. not a boring person. But well, you Very see how it was like I was into so much stuff before. Yeah, but that and stuff now is still in comedy. you. You yeah. can go around and tell everybody these other things. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just did. I'm glad you did. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of was course. Fun. I am so glad you came. Would you say keep it crispy? It's how we end. We have the guests say Yeah,
0: keep it crispy. I will. <laughs> <laughs> thanks,
1: man. <laughs> thanks, I'm so crispy. I'm so crispy. My ice